Okay guys, so I'm very excited about this because we're finally able to do some Twitch seminars about study techniques. Today I'm here with Shalev, Welcome. my roommate. I was pretty shocked because yeah. it's genius and very simple. Now it's your channel. I'll give you the rundown of how I came up with this. So a lot of people were saying, I don't really like the Pomodoro method because it's too rigid for me. The breaks aren't rejuvenating five minutes isn't enough for me. And I thought, what is one way that we can solve that problem? But I'm pretty sure this is my own idea and I'm calling it the reverse Pomodoro method. Boom. Okay, let's talk about your attention, right? Here is your attention and this is time. When you begin a session, usually it takes you a bit of time to get into it, but we'll say that your attention starts high, right? It starts up here. And then as you're going throughout the session, it kind of decreases. The original Pomodoro method, is to stop before you decrease. You take a break and you start again. And you're gonna be up here again and you just keep doing this. You're keeping your attention high, right? The problem is for some people, the breaks in the Pomodoro method aren't enough. So what it ends up happening, they start up here and then it kind of goes down and then it kind of goes down and then they're down here. Or they can't even focus throughout the sessions and the 25 minutes aren't enough, right? The solution is to not have a timer that counts down, have a timer that counts up. <laughs> Revolutionary, right? I know. <laughs> so, each person is different. Let's say for Ari, he studies like this and it continues straight forever. I don't know, he's a robot. <laughs> and let's say for some people that are really, you know, motivated and they're doing something that's not taking too much energy, maybe they can go like this. For someone that's doing heavy active recall and they're doing something very difficult, it kind of goes like that. What's the point of all of these people doing the same 25 minute timer and stopping here when these people could stop here and have more efficient productivity and be able to have a longer break while not reducing their amount of time studying. So this is what I'm doing. This is the timer I have, right? With this timer, you can either set 40 minutes and then go, but another thing you can do, just start it, it starts counting up. So let's say I'm starting the Pomodoro and the timer's ticking. I'm starting to study. The first time I notice my attention is waning, if I'm thinking about something else, you feel that, that you hit that wall, you can't go anymore, you write it down, you stop the timer, and you note down how long you were able to focus for. If you're stopped by an external interruption, so for example, someone comes into your room, that doesn't count, you don't write that in. Session is void and you'll start again. You're creating your own individualized Pomodoro. I'm trying to make this as personalized as possible. I don't wanna give you one cookie cutter example of what you should do and just assume that it works for everyone. Different people are different. Ari is a more driven person. He will be able to go kind of with the flow and say, study. I will study for 15 hours today yeah. and I will just see and study, and for, study for as long as you want. Yeah. And then in the break, he could be more motivated to actually get back to studying mm -hmm. when his attention and when his energy levels are back up. Some people, they're not as disciplined and they need that rigid time frame of I will study for this amount of time. You can still use the reverse Pomodoro method even if that's who you are, right? So you have two options. So let's say in the morning, I'm super energized and I've seen that I can last for 45 minutes of Anki. And then in the afternoon, after I've eaten lunch, I can only last for about 25 minutes of Anki. And then in the evening, maybe I come up again for 35, it depends. Now you have facts. You have evidence of what your energy levels are throughout the day, as well as what your energy levels are with different activities. So let's say for Anki, you can realize that, okay, with Anki in the morning, it's only 20 minutes. 
in the afternoon it's 15, in the, in the evening it's 35, whatever. But when I'm watching a lecture, I can last for 65 minutes and 75. You can alter how long you're studying for based on not only your attention, but also you can change it up based on what you're doing. So it's not just cookie cutter, one size fits all. You can create these set points. So for example, Anki in the morning equals 35 minutes. Lecture in the afternoon equals 60 minutes. And then you have these specific timeframes based on the time, based on the activity, and that's your set. Or you can do the complete reverse Pomodoro method where every time you get studying, you set up the reverse timer and it counts upwards. When you're tired, you stop it and that's your Pomodoro. You don't have some defined interval. And then for the break, do a workout, take a shower, go for a walk, do something rejuvenating and count up to see how long it takes for you to get your energy back. Or you can actually alter which activities you do during your break based on what you've proven to yourself that gets your energy back. If you take a five minute shower and it brings you up, then do that. And you have evidence and you can over time develop a study routine where you're shortening the amount of time it takes your energy to raise so you're always staying 100% efficient instead of just continuing studying because that's what you're supposed to do, right? And overall, you can spend more time, high energy, spend more time doing things that you like and spend more time enjoying the stuff that you're studying rather than just forcefully getting through the study times. You can mix it up. You can do a free-flowing break but a rigid Pomodoro or you could do a free-flowing Pomodoro and a rigid break. Depends on what works for you. This is the whole idea of this. Whatever works for you, you're gonna use it. One thing to keep in mind, there's something called Parkinson's law, which means that the action will fill the time allotted. If I tell myself I will write an essay within this week, it's gonna take me a week to do it. If I give myself two hours, it's gonna take me two hours. If you're the type of person that will drag things on if you don't have a rigid frame, you probably wanna to stick to doing the, the rigid schedule based on your previous data. If you're the type of person that doesn't really like being constrained and you feel like you're being forced into this rigid box and you're able to be disciplined and get back to studying, then do that. And what you can do is at the end of the day, do a recall, do a reflection. Think about what you did throughout the day. How did it impact your energy? What could you have done better? And this process of iteration and reflection is what will get you those marks and what will get you to be as efficient as possible. If it takes you a month to learn from your mistakes, that process of improving is gonna take you a lot longer compared to if every night you're thinking about what could you have done better, what went wrong today. Yesterday, I woke up and went on YouTube for two hours. What am I gonna do tomorrow? All right, I'm gonna put my phone in a different room with the alarm, I'm gonna set an app blocker to increase the friction and make the path of least resistance the one that's gonna give you the results that you're looking for. You don't want to have to push yourself and motivate yourself every day because motivation is very fickle. So think about us, me and Ari studying, right? Me watching YouTube while I'm sitting here has so much friction. I have to find some way to hide it in the screen and make sure that people don't see it and constantly have that pressure. Uh, I will need to face the fact that, oh, maybe people will see me watching YouTube and they're gonna judge me for it. It's not worth it, right? I'll say that this method is very personalized and that's how you'll create your perfect method. There's no one method that works for everyone, but this method helps you get to what works for you. So they might reach a point when they do five sessions of Pomodoro 15 minutes and then in the afternoon they will do 25 minutes and then in the evening they will do like 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Depending very Depending on how much energy you have. Yeah, absolutely. And some can... people need to be rigid like me, but some people need to have this flexibility in the timing and mm -hmm. if it makes you more efficient, 
Yeah. Perfect. Maybe we can go to Twitch and see if we can answer some questions. Yeah. It requires a lot of self-discipline. If you think it requires a lot of self-discipline, just get some data and then use the normal Pomodoro method, but change the times. So if I were you guys right now, when I'm watching Irie stream, in the beginning, I wouldn't just do 50 minutes straight. I would start the reverse Pomodoro. And then when I feel like my intention's waning, I write down the amount of time and what I was doing, go for a walk, get some water, come back, and then continue the Pomodoro. And then you can talk with us during the breaks. Mm -hmm. You still have this rigid time frame of where we're helping you stay motivated and stay consistent before you develop your discipline. But at the same time, you're also getting some data on yourself and you're not just forcing your way through doing 50 minute sessions. It's so, so important to actually collect the data. Analyze what you, makes you lose concentration. You will realize you can change a single things in the room and you will uh, gain uh, yeah. a lot of concentration. So it's very important. Yeah. And you can do some experiments. This is the best part of this. Yeah. You can experiment with different sounds, different music, different environments, different lighting. You can see what actually impacts your studying yeah. because you have this database of information. So let's say I know that in the morning I can do 35 minutes of Anki, but today I'm gonna listen to fire sounds or rain sounds and see how that changes. Mm -hmm. Or I'm gonna change the lights to green or blue or red yeah. and see how that changes or change up the environment. You can just experiment and see how it affects your focus. And then over time, think about if you did this for two years, how knowledgeable you would be about yourself how long you'd be able to focus because you have this constant process of finding new ways to improve your focus and last longer. You're gonna, your improvement's gonna be crazy. This is literally what we do in so many aspects of our lives, or we should. This is basically the scientific process. We're just assuming that what works for everyone is gonna work for us, and we're just sticking with the same time frame. Yeah. No matter what we're doing, no matter what time of day, no matter how we feel, we're just sticking with the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Find what works for you specifically. How can I resist external distractions? If I share a room and always distracted by my family, people treat you the way you teach them to treat you. So if the first time somebody distracts you, you're okay with it and you're just like kind of going along with it, you're rewarding that and next time they're gonna be more likely to do it. You're the type of person that once you're focused, you put your noise canceling headphones in and someone distracts you and you're kind of like taking it off you're like, yeah, well, what's up? And then they kind of, they feel uncomfortable because they feel like they distracted you. Next time they're going to say, all right, I know what's going to happen if I ask them. Yeah. I'm going to wait until mm -hmm. they're during their break and then I'll ask them. Yeah, just a very basic positive and a negative. Positive and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're teaching people how to, te how to treat you. Once people get used to the fact that they can't just talk to you whenever they want, they'll do it less. Mm -hmm. Also your tendency to get annoyed and angry when someone distracts you can affect your studying because if you overthink yeah. it after someone just distracted you it's gonna stay there. It, yeah it's, it's going to stay i can overthink about stuff sometimes and i just can focus on studying if i overthink it so for me personally i found a way where i just write it down and put it on the wall so for some people they will just have to find a way during the session if you just have an idea of oh i should go grocery shopping don't stop the timer for that that's just like a mental thing that's distracting you but you still have energy to keep going write down a list of distractions on a piece of paper and make sure to be consistent with going and doing those things afterwards so that in the future you can trust yourself and think I don't have to worry about this it's on my paper I'll do it later this is kind of using procrastination to your advantage it's not really procrastination but yeah. you're moving things to later so that when you're studying that's the only thing you yeah can focus this on. is why I have those stuff on the wall I'm because I'm very competitive and once I have an idea I have to do it but I need to study at the same time I will just write it down and I know the act of writing it down and putting it on the wall yeah I will for sure get to do it eventually so it's off your mind so You're yeah it so it's literally off your mind yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah oh how do you incorporate this into your live streams i'm studying with ari we're going for 50 minutes this is 50. i start the reverse pomodoro method whenever i start to feel distracted 
I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna go get some water, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, I'm gonna take a short break, and then I'm gonna finish the session. As I do this more and more, this will go up to here, and then up to here, and then up to here, and eventually up to, up to 50. Whatever you have to do, take these short interruptions, which are kind of gonna refresh you, which is basically the idea of the Pomodoro method, and then you can join us during the breaks when we're just talking. I think we got, I think we covered good things. Yeah, absolutely.